0: What's up, you guys, Janika here, and welcome to Janika Whitney Radio. I help you become highly paid and prosperous in the online space. I am a published author, a self-made millionaire, passive income powerhouse, mother hustler of three, and I am a 2.0 branding and online business strategist for the woman who wants it all. I am on a mission to activate you to hashtag get that money for the freedom, the lifestyle and the legacy that you are here to create. Join us as we dive in every week on money mindset, magnetic marketing, and monetization strategies to help you manifest next level success and create massive impact. Let's get into it, shall we? What's up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode where you come to hashtag manifest like a boss. So today's guest, she's somebody who I met inside a uh it feels like a program that I invested into but I feel like we've been in each other's world because of the kind of mentors we've been drawn to and actually yeah it was a program that we connected Mm -hmm. and yes yes and I'm so grateful because I feel like I've been following you for a while we ended up in a program and I've just been loving your vibe I love what you're about I love your transparency your authenticity and you guys are going to love her so Steffi Lane Steffi Lane is a lifestyle business mentor and co-owner of Design Hacker, which helps business owners turn their expertise into an online course business. Her journey began in e-commerce after a successful Kickstarter launch in 2016, and she's worked at a women's startup incubator, helped top online coaches grow their programs, and she's built several online courses and her membership um, lounge called Lifestyle Upgrades Lounge, which super excited to dive deeper into. But she's guided hundreds of entrepreneurs towards getting online, getting paid, and getting freedom and all the while traveling the world and recently landing in Austin, Texas. So welcome to our show, Steffi. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited because we haven't had a Opportunity to reconnect. It's been, mm-hmm. I feel like a while uh, since we were in the program. So really, this is just an opportunity for us. I feel like if we had a glass of wine, we would, be <laughs> up. we would just be <laughs> catching up. And I would be that mom because you you know before this, uh, you said you're flying back home, and mm-hmm. you got girlfriends you're meeting up with moms that are that have the kids and now they're you know ready to hang out. I feel like that's me. I feel like all we need is a glass of wine. So let's let's just- party. <laughs> let's party. Let's party. So <laughs> Stephanie, tell us a little bit about, first of all, let's get into some icebreaker questions. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times when I you know, talk to my audience, I'm always emphasizing about having a morning ritual. It's part of what I truly believe allows anyone to really um manifest like a boss. So, do you have a morning ritual? Walk us through what that looks like and maybe give us some, you know, insight into like what's working for you.
1: Yeah, so it's such a good question. I used to be such a religious ritual person. I had I did like the savers, right? I like silence. I did affirmations, visualizations. I did meditation. I danced. I did like all these things. And then I realized it was a little bit too much of a to-do list. (laughs) So I tell myself if I do two to three things per day, it's a success. Mm -hmm. So I'll wake up and sometimes I want to journal. Sometimes I want to meditate. Sometimes I want to visualize. Sometimes I want to go for a walk. So it really is it's really landed into like what feels good for me in the moment mm. and trying to just not overdo it. So I used to think, cause I was a 10, I was a meditator for 10 years. I used to think I had to sit in meditation for like 20 to 30 minutes in Lotus pose to like reach enlightenment. Right. And <laughs> I know, and now I like, I put my hand on my heart and breathe for like five minutes every morning. So that's, that's my ritual.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. And I feel like a lot of people who get started and, you know, including myself, you know, it's great to have a framework. It's great to, um, you know, have a method where you're doing a combination of all the things Mm -hmm. in the very beginning and then finding like what works and Mm -hmm. yeah. And not feeling so, like you said, rigid about what this needs to look like. So I totally believe in that. And uh, how has it helped you though? Like you, you, you know, like, Sitting there for 20, 30 minutes and now, you know, holding your hand to your heart. How has that helped you build the lifestyle of your dreams?
1: Yeah. So it taught me discipline. I think that's the thing about rituals. It's like a discipline process of like what you're going to connect with and how you're going to align with your vision for the day. And for some reason, I always thought, well, this is what all the successful people do. So I have to meditate for 20 to 30 minutes. And then I realized, no. Successful people are because <laughs> successful people are successful because of the habits, the mindset, um, the, of who they are, not what they do necessarily. Um, the doing is important, but that's where it really helped me to understand that if I just place my hand on my heart and meditate and just breathe and connect with myself every day, I'm going to be successful no matter what.
0: Mm, yes, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and really just creating something for your own. I think that uh, creating success. It looks different for everybody and everyone's going to have their own method, but we're all trying to get to that same place of peace and clarity and connectedness. So if you're listening right now and <laughs> a, you do not have a morning ritual, you definitely want to look into, you know, starting with three minutes at a time and finding what works for you. Cause it really does really does help with um, getting, you know, our head straight to <laughs> start. <Just our>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our business is right. Our lives. Right. So, okay. Next question I have for you is what was the defining moment for you? Uh, because I can't imagine you've been a digital nomad all your life, but like, talk to us about your journey towards like creating this lifestyle where you're, you know, now working from home, you've got your mm-hmm. business. Like what was that? Um, yeah. What was that transition like for you?
1: Yeah, so I I had I was one of those people that was really lost, right? I kn- I didn't know what I wanted to do, and so I ended up working in alcohol companies like liquors and uh, field marketing for alcohol companies. And I all of a sudden it was seven years later, and I was still doing it. And <laughs> I realized I kept having this epiphany where I was like, I am not here, meant on this earth to be pushing alcohol, and I wasn't really drinking at the time and I had a spiritual awakening. And the thing about spiritual awakenings, you have multiple along the way. And I had this, right. It's not just one. And they're like, you're like, oh, I'm so connected. (laughs) There's so many of them. It's kind of
0: like a smack and then like an aha. And then like another, (laughs) it's kind of intense.
1: Yeah. It's super intense. So to answer your question, it was like these mini, no, I wouldn't even say mini, these mega spiritual awakenings. And, um, I remember feeling like well i just need to take the leap if i just take the leap and if i do it it um and i'm not fearful then i'll be okay like so i one day i was working a demo and I told myself, this is the last demo I'm ever doing. Like an, it was a wine demo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to go into my business full time. And so I jumped into social media marketing and mm-hmm. I started helping people build their social media business. And that's like, that was my, one of my big defining moments where I made a decision that I was going to try something, even though it was really scary.
0: Wow. And were you
1: doing anything before that?
0: Like, were you dabbling into it? Cause I, you know, there's people listening that, um, are probably feeling like this same urge to transition and and be online. Um, what was that like for you? And how did you know? You know, how did you know to get into the industry?
1: Yeah, so I had done it prior, and I had like a little. I had some. It, it's a side hustle. That's what. Yeah. That's why side hustles are amazing. It was a side hustle for a while, mm-hmm. and I was dabbling in it. But I was like, what if I went full full on to this? And I jumped. And at the time, you know, I was in my mid twenties. I didn't, I didn't have any kids. I wasn't married. So I, it was okay for me to make that jump. I know that jump can't be, not everyone can do that jump, Mm. but I was like, I'm going to do this and I might fall, but maybe there'll be a net that catches me. And oh my gosh, five years later, here we are. (laughs) Oh my God. God.
0: It's crazy how much we underestimate what we can actually get done and Mm -hmm. how much, more success we can create when we let go of the thing that like is keeping us stuck which is oftentimes like our career or maybe a business that we're no longer aligned with um so talk to me about this like mega spiritual awakening i feel like <laughs> people listening right now that are probably going through it. I feel like whenever you're moving through personal growth and development, you're listening to podcasts, there's a part of you that's waking up to um, something greater and bigger. So what was that like for you and how did you like navigate through that?
1: Yeah. So the first one, you know, the first one kind of like rips your heart open and it takes you for a wild ride. It's that, you know, Joseph Campbell, dark night of the soul sort of thing. Yeah. And. (laughs) you start to get better at them and understand them. But this awakening was you're meant for something more. You're meant for something more. You're meant for something more. And it was louder and louder and louder. And I just had to lean into it. And I just kept leaning in and you know, I hired coaches. I hired mentors. I started to learn about coaching, started learning about mentorship, started learning about entrepreneurship because you do the craft, but you also have to learn how to sell the craft. So that's the thing about entrepreneurs. Like you have to be the the uh, mechanic, the person that doesn't. You have to also be the person, the salesperson. That's oh, everything. And
0: then you got yeah. to the, like do the design and all the tech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You have to do it all. And so crazy. So that's why this journey is not for everybody. But mm-hmm. when you do do it and you have these mini awakenings, you start to realize you get better at them. You get faster at them. Like right now I'm going through like a major awakening this week and I'm like, I got this.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it's the lunar moon or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like we're
1: all really
0: being stretched and it's hard to like not see the thing that you know, right? It's like right there mm-hmm. in front of you. And then it's the in-between of, okay, I know it's there. I know what I need to do. I don't want to do it, but I know it's like the next step. I feel like a lot of us are being stretched, especially especially when our desires become more um, amplified and we just can't ignore them. So, Mm -hmm. oh my God. All right. Well, let's talk about lifestyle upgrades. Um, I feel like there's this, I don't know, universal desire to, for people to obviously, you know, when it comes to the economical state of the world, we're frantically looking for, um, ways to keep up with our lifestyles and to, Mm -hmm. uh, be able to, you know, beyond that, you know, be able to still travel the world and do the things that we love. So what are some steps that you can take us through when it comes to upgrading our lifestyle and and what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. Lifestyle upgrades was a download that I got about really elevating and becoming somebody different and becoming your new version of you. And it can be th- through physical things, but what I found, it's mostly beautiful. It's like through the mindset, through the, um, healing through the self-worth, but like, for example, you know, if you used to buy really crappy champagne and then lifestyle upgrades, you're like, okay, I'm going to go for the above Coco. I'm going to go for like a higher one. Like that's lifestyle upgrades. Like you're starting to see yourself as a person that can drink the more bougie champagne. Yeah. Um, and I also saw this with like my towels, for example. Like I love plushy, clean, gorgeous towels. And I remember before I would have like a bunch of towels that all were just like straggly and they had like, you know, just weird characters on it. And it wasn't the vibe. Yeah, totally. I can, <laughs> and I remember, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, you can relate. And I remember yeah. thinking to myself, no, lifestyle upgrades. Like I'm the kind of woman that has bougie towels. <laughs> so it was these. Um, and also what really actually amplified it is my husband and I were nomadic for three years. We didn't plan on being nomadic, but we traveled the world for three years. And then when we moved into our a luxury apartment here in Austin, we our first thing that we got was a rug. And it was this, it's this gorgeous, beautiful rug. And I remember looking at the rug and be like, ooh, lifestyle upgrades. Like, like just having like a delicious rug to put my feet down there under and so that was where that started to, to evolve and that's evolved into my water intake into how i worked out how i saw the world and a lot of the personal development world is all about the inner world and i'm all about the inner world i have done meditations i've done plant medicine i've done so much with my inner world but i wanted my outer world to reflect my inner world so that's where lifestyle upgrades came through
0: I like that. I like that. And I don't know, I maybe mean, it, it like a I I I can relate to that, but I feel like for me it's a cultural thing, you know what I mean? You just kind of get what works. And we you know, save our money and don't need the better, bigger, fancier thing. Uh but mm-hmm. I think like the more that I connect with how I feel, mm-hmm. I want the nicer thing. I want the like you, I'm like, maybe I think I need some new towels now. I think I'm going to go <laughs> get some new towels. And I was actually thinking about this. Um, and I love this point because uh, for example, I struggle in the kitchen and I'm mm-hmm. thinking about, it. I'm going through my drawers and I've got like random, you know, spoons and knives and like just clutter everywhere that we've taken from of our other rentals. And I'm like, I wonder if I just got rid of this stuff and got one set of everything if I could upgrade my lifestyle Mm. and better meals. Uh, So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm literally going to go and upgrade all of my kitchen cutlery.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's what the thing about, I love it. You're like looking at my kitchen, the spoon doesn't match the way I want to feel, get rid of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is huge. I actually, I wonder if that's going to change how I feel in the kitchen. Is that, Mm -hmm. so How do you work through the guilt around um, upgrading your lifestyle? Because that is something I struggled with. And when you talk about health, I was never really invested in my health until I realized Mm -hmm. I should probably like look at that.
1: Yes. Um, so it's interesting, especially being, uh, an immigrant's daughter, right. Immigrant. My, my parents are both immigrants. It's like, you take what you get, you, you know, you, you are deserving of this, this, you know, what, how dare you throw away a really good spoon (laughs) kind of thing. And so it was a lot of deprogramming of the worthiness and also understanding my tastes and understanding my desires
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then not keep making my desires wrong. So if, you know, my mom's going to have, I don't know we keep talking about towels, but if my mom's going to have like a freaking plethora of like all these mediocre towels, when I'm just like, Hey, I just want two really good towels that actually in itself is more economical. I feel like it actually makes more sense from like not a cluttering standpoint, yeah. you know, the Marie Kondo kind of thing. So it was really tapping into And I had this one girl ask me, isn't lifestyle upgrades just materialism? Mm. And I told her, actually, it's the opposite of materialism. And yeah, yeah, it's the opposite of materialism because what it is, it's learning what you value and only buying the things that you value. That's important to you.
0: Ooh, I like that. It's an upgrade. We're upgrading Mm -hmm. the things that we value. That's huge. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. an inner, it's an inner, it's an inner job. Cause like you said, it's mm-hmm. how you feel, right? So when mm-hmm. you're upgrading your lifestyle, it's like, what are the things that make me feel really, really good? Ooh, and that's a really good question for you guys. Or what are you holding on to right now that doesn't feel good that mm-hmm. maybe you can just get rid of? <laughs> and then you've upgraded <laughs> your lifestyle. Boom.
1: <laughs> yeah. And don't try to do everything at the at the same time. Like maybe just focus on the kitchen maybe focus on your clothes focus right. on things that um from the physical standpoint and but what happens is you know we have this vessel this human vessel like you get to explore what you want and how you want to go throughout this life so if you like the bougie gym membership and the and you show up and you make it happen then expand into the bougie membership. Maybe you just don't go watch movies or uh, at the movie theater every weekend, you know, like you start to find what is that, that what you lean in towards and what you're leaning out of.
0: Mm, yes. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm like thinking about all the things that I, for example, I'm investing more in my skin yeah Mm -hmm. it's like okay everyone's talking about collagen let me try this collagen thing and maybe I'm not going to eat out at this restaurant twice a week (laughs) right maybe (laughs) I'm not going to do that for the collagen so like you said it's 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 really shifting the priority and um Mm -hmm. yeah just upgrading your lifestyle in a way that feels really really good I'd rather have really pretty skin than having to like you know, feel really bloated after the restaurant. So I love that perspective. Okay. So we're going to just go back a little bit here because you said Mm -hmm. something about a download and then you following that and launching the lifestyle upgrades lounge, which is Mm -hmm. a membership site. So for those listening who may not know what a download is um, you can let us know what that looks like. and, And then tell us like, Were there any fears or reservations? Because when you get a download, a lot of people who get these downloads, they don't always take action. So how do you suggest
1: people move through these things when they get those downloads? Yeah, (laughs) I know. So sometimes I speak like in metaphysical terms and I forget that it's not normal. (laughs) I recently went out with somebody and I said, um, I said, you know, like you alchemize jealousy. And I said that to this person and they're like, what the heck? Does that mean, I freaking love that. I I get it,
0: but I can see how the the other person listening might not. But yeah. we speak the same language. I think that's why we connect. Yeah. I love that. It was cute.
1: It was really funny. I liked it a lot. But um, okay. So a download is like an intuitive hit. It is something that comes through. It's like it can sound like a voice. It can sound like a guttural experience. It's just something that really just came into your realm, came into your, came into your consciousness. You're like, Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I should follow that.
0: Yes. Yes, guys. It's, it's an idea. You get an idea and then it's there for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, a lot of times we have this desire to do be, have something, and then we get an idea, start the business. Um, grow the business, go all in with the business, and we don't follow through. And I think that's where a lot of us stay stuck as we um, stop the flow of growth. um, Mm -hmm. When, you know, the growth really does begin with saying yes to the ideas that you have. So I love that you said yes to the lifestyle upgrades. I love the perspective towards that. Um, So talk to us about your business? Like, how are you? Cause here we talk about energy and strategy. You've got this membership <laughs> lounge. Uh, what are you doing as a, you know, marketing expert, uh, mm-hmm. and helping other entrepreneurs grow? Like, what are you doing to grow your membership site and, and, you know, and some of the things that you're launching?
1: Yeah. So I have two businesses. I really consider myself an entrepreneur. At first yeah. before like a coach or a mentor or anything. I, I just love, I love business. I absolutely love it. So my first business is it's an agency. It's a digital marketing agency where we help experts build online courses. It's definitely more the masculine component. It's like making things, getting shit done. It's like the branding, the tech, the strategy, the whole, the whole shebang mm-hmm. where my coaching business is, is I work with uh, leaders that want, you know, to really lead in lean into their business through their feminine energy, through lifestyle upgrades, through manifestation, because they have gotten to a certain point where they're like, okay, I've done the hustle. I've made things happen. Uh, I'm doing great. But now I want to start to like lean back a little bit. I want to start managing my empire. I want to start doing things from a more energetic standpoint versus purely just strategy and um, action.
0: Ooh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love the balance of both. And it's probably really, um, magical for you because you can be masculine over here and then really tap into your feminine over there. And I yeah, really, I can like, do
1: both. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so fun.
0: it's such a fun dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where is your brand headed? Like what's exciting for you and what tips do you have for anybody that is looking to upgrade their lifestyle, um, you know, maybe making a move like you are shifting out of their, uh, career, like what are some steps you can offer to that person who is maybe afraid to go
1: 2.0? Yeah. 2.0 of them. Well, yeah. I always say the little things are the big things. So really taking little small steps. I mean, there's, there's, there are times for quantum leaps and there's times for jumping, yeah. uh, but honestly it's not very sustainable to do that and you can get really burned out <laughs> from doing that mm-hmm. i wouldn't recommend it uh, but what i would recommend is taking these little actions and the thing about business and people so often forget this it's the most simplest thing but we forget it mm-hmm. business is about solving problems or solving a problem yeah so what that's it that's it yes. you know here's your har- here's your harvard business degree bam <laughs> It's just about solving a problem. So making sure that you know what the problem you are solving. And then if you don't know, talk to people, have conversations. Um, you're not going to be successful in business if you don't know how to have relations or connect with other people. It just That's part of business. So really connecting with other people, having relationships with them. And then that's where, yeah, I would say that would be my advice. Yeah. And I know you asked me something else. What was the second part? Of um,
0: it? Just taking the leap to go 2.0. I mean, what are some tips you can give to the person that's maybe afraid to let go of like stability? Um, somebody who's afraid to be maybe in their feminine after being so in their masculine and like allowing um, intuition to sort of be their strategy. Like these are, these are a lot of things that we grow into over time. And I think, Um, it really boils down to trusting yourself. So maybe, you know, how do you trust yourself?
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, confidence is built through uh, action and through doing things over and over again, and then starting to see that the results are starting to come through. That's where confidence comes in. And so it's just taking action. But if I'm not saying like, quit your job and go for the leap. What I'm saying is take these little actions. Like I had a client recently, she built a course and like she had got crickets and she was like, I'm so discouraged. And I'm like, woman, this is your first course ever (laughs) building. Get ready. Entrepreneurship can be a freaking journey of discouragement. If you let it be your discouragement, Mm. like rather than seeing it as failure, see it as feedback. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, see it as feedback and just start seeing things as like, okay, that didn't work. And as soon as I started to see my business and my life, this is one big freaking experiment, right? We all don't really know what happens at the end, right? So why not just experiment and try new things? Get a little dirty. I would say that. That would be my advice. Get dirty. Get dirty. We're getting dirty, guys. (laughs) Getting
0: dirty. (laughs) (laughs) i love that how do you upgrade yourself well just get dirty (laughs) just just get like christina aguilera and get dirty yeah get dirty (laughs) i love that that. feedback is failure is feedback that is Mm -hmm. huge and i think when we start looking at um taking chances and the idea of failing as feedback, it's all part of the growth process. So it just kind of mm-hmm. takes away that pressure and that idea that it needs to be perfect or like something bad is going to happen if we take the leap. And uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have, have to happen all overnight. I love that you said that, uh, you know, the this, the next step is enough. You don't have to like do something dramatic to mm-hmm. um, yeah, to get started. So I think that's- yeah,
1: and you have to do small because like I'm working with some really high level entrepreneurs. Like they're they're usually making five hundred to a million in their business already. Yeah, and these women are such badasses that they can take like many leaps at it in a day. Honestly, like they can just make oh this 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 this. But they didn't get there overnight. Like a lot of them are like eight to ten years in the making. I'm only f- you know five years in the making. Imagine us. How long have you had your business? Five and a half years. Five and a half years. Yeah. Imagine us in five years from now, ten years. Oh Oh my goodness. Ah,
0: So we need to do another podcast before that and just kind of (laughs) update each other.
1: (laughs) Let's do it. Oh Oh my God. God.
0: So what is like this what is what is the big vision for you in five years? I'd love to hear.
1: I know, that's so interesting. I feel like I've been shifting and changing because it's interesting because I I always wanted to be like the face of the company or like I wanted to like have this personal brand, like our mentors. But I've actually really more enjoyed being behind the scenes late in the last few years, more behind the scenes, more like building businesses, helping other entrepreneurs build their stuff. Because I noticed that goal was more from like a place of ego versus like what my real desire was. But who knows, it can shift, right? Ah, yeah. Oh, well, you know you're good at what you do
0: and Thank you. I mean if it feels good for you, that's that's what matters most and and I love that you um are are creating a lifestyle that feels good to you and it doesn't need to be doesn't need to involve you being the face of it and I think that you're mm-hmm. the best person to speak to about that. If you guys are listening and you're like, "Well, how does that work?" <laughs> um, definitely want to connect with Steffi. So how can we find you on social media? Where can we connect with you and,
1: uh, and stalk you? <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the last thing I want to say about where I see myself and where this big picture vision ultimately, like when I come and connect with my, my sole purpose, it's, I consider myself like a teacher who I'm a teacher of, um, the feminine energetics. That's, that's, that's where I, if I come back to my core, so I see myself Teaching feminine energy in business in the next five years at, at, a, at a larger capacity. Ooh. And I don't know what that, yeah, I don't know what that looks like, but that's great. I don't need to know. <laughs> wow. I am so excited for that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. And where can everyone find me? So I love Instagram stories. So you can find me on Instagram at Steffi underscore lane underscore. And that's my favorite place to hang out on IG stories. <laughs> Amazing. And we'll link uh, all
0: the things for Steffi Lane in the show notes. Uh, So Steffi, I know you've got a flight to cash. I wanted to thank you for catching up, connecting with me. It's been awesome to, you know, support each other and to watch each other bloom. And yeah, I'm just so grateful for you. I'm excited for where we're both headed. And yeah, thank you for taking the time to being a guest.
1: Of course. And everyone, let's get dirty.
0: Let's get dirty. <laughs> I love that. All right, you guys, you know what to do. Get dirty and hashtag manifest like a boss, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. This episode was brought to you by the 15-day business builder challenge by Legendary Marketer. If you want to learn how to master high-ticket affiliate marketing, the most simple side hustle for an extra income stream, my multi-millionaire mentor Dave Sharp who's been featured in Forbes and entrepreneur. He'll teach you exactly what he taught me and thousands of others build a sustainable, high level, and profitable business. Go ahead and grab the link to a 15 day challenge and get connected with a business advisor one-on-one on your next side hustle idea.